Welcome to the Quack Toll Podcast, the most official, unofficial, Oregon Ducks podcast on the web photosphere. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Quack 12 Podcast or visit our website, quack12podcast.com. If you like what you hear, please leave us five stars on your listening device. And if you'd like to support the show, please visit the Quack 12 Patreon page, where for a measly $5 a month, you can become an official Quacky and unlock hundreds of hours of Oregon Duck content. On to the show. Quack. 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 Oh! I am your host, Adam Jameo. And I'm Aaron. <laughs> oh, that's right. Aaron and Adam Jameo. Once again, the Quack 12 podcast, the most official, unofficial Oregon Ducks podcast on the web, Footosphere. And Aaron, let's not waste any time. we got a very, very, very special guest. All right. Fortnite. That is right. Gaby Lucas, how is it going, Gaby? You it's did, been forever. You did. You oh, you're so fancy. You called it a fortnight. Yeah, that's right. Change oh, very fancy now. Change I thought she was saying X. It's Twitter. Fuck, Elon can't get away with it. I know, right? <laughs> um, it's amazing. Put it back in as so Twitter. I'm doing it right now. I'm doing Thank it right you. Now. Doing it right now. So you're not here to talk about the game Fortnite. Uh, is Fortnite over? That's all we had planned. No, I've. Ooh, shots fired. No, I was doing. It's like that, Never that meme of those, those like eleven-year-old kids having a serious discussion on YouTube, entitled "Is Fortnite Overrated?" <laughs> I'm not, I've never played Is it? Fortnite. Wow. I don't know. It's deep. Either have I. I'm not. It's target demographic discussion. of ten-year-olds in 2016. Dang. We have but a fortnight before the battle begins in Seattle. Uh, what could be the biggest mm. Oregon-Washington game ever in what is the could be the craziest Pac-12 or Pac-conference season ever? Gaby, we haven't talked to you since the truly bonkers fucking news of Oregon and Washington joining the Big Ten. Uh, let's just start... Yeah, what what do you think of this? What uh, have you heard the news? What are your thoughts? Wait, have we not? I don't want to talk about it. I'm so exhausted, man. I don't know how you guys are about this, but like for me, I'm for which, it. By the way, anyone watching this who's like, yeah. why is this bitch wearing a like sailor style bucket hat inside? My hair's greasy. I haven't washed in four days. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, I yeah. thought it was because he cool just lived Jay. in Seattle. <laughs> my roof is like you kid, but my parents' roof leaks every time it rains for more than four days straight. Um. Uh, oh, what were we talking about? Oh, no, I don't know how it was for you guys, but I'm, like, everybody's, like, Pac-12 friend, um, which is tragic, mm. and so I got, like, 20 <laughs> texts in the, like, week after that being, like, so, what do you think on the Pac-12? Oh, my God, what's Funny. your take? And I'm, like, I need you to shut up. Like, if I literally just started telling people, I'm, like, <laughs> I've been talking, I've, like, been forced to talk about this nonstop for a year. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not answering that question. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair <laughs> and, enough. And and um, well, let I, me ask I'm, you a different yeah. question. Do you, do you believe now yeah. comes the time that we should squash whatever rivalry there is and band together uh, to take over uh, the whatever Big it's Ten. called? Big yeah. Ten, the corn corn people. Because um, I think if we work together, 
behind the scenes, we could theoretically control outcomes of games to elicit better outcomes for each other. I don't think the prisoner's Gee. dilemma, like, I don't think Oregon and UW could hold up in that situation. But that being mm. said, like, I definitely, don't get me wrong, I still hate all your Florida-ass fans who've never been to Oregon. But, like, <laughs> I, and your stupid Nike, Nike, uh, hey. Heisman campaign. Hey, 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 money's money, money's just money, but your money, your Nike (laughs) money that tried and failed to buy the governorship, by the way. Hey, 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 Microsoft, he's a good guy, hey, trust us, but yeah, that's why we have a bobblehead of him, but um, I definitely like now have a, a more visceral level of hatred for USC and UCLA that is like existential in a way, wow, that I don't like, I'm, I. I still hate Oregon, obviously. I'm not a monster, but like but like <laughs> Oregon and Utah didn't cut, like it, it's not it, like it's not our fault that this place no longer exists. So Right. Exactly. So like it's the, the, the catalyst behind no. <laughs> it. I'm like, yeah. So you say through all y'all. Okay, um, so you yeah. say rivalry's still on. Rivalry's still on, but I'm like, God. yeah, I would and, and and I will want you guys to fail, but like I will, I will I will have less of a No, it's not that I want you guys to fail less, it's that I now want UCLA and USC to fail more. Uh-huh. Um, than I yeah. used cuz I think part of it also is like I don't know how you guys feel, but like growing up with Pete Carroll USC, like I never really could hate them the way that people who were like no. like the baby boomer UW and I assume baby boomer Oregon people like really hated USC. Although maybe not because USC and UW were like really good at the same time and so that's like where that comes from but um but I just I mean I was like Pete Carroll USC was always kind of cool like I got it when Max Brown went to USC instead of UW I'm like yeah I, I get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and now I'm like no I <laughs> yeah I definitely hate them more I'm I am thinking like in my heart can I like completely cut out Oregon State as if they are are dead like nothing's there anymore. No, I'll never be able to cut Not out Oregon State and Wazoo. Which, by the way, screw you, game day. <sighs> Up yours, Pat McAfee. Oh, that is bullshit. I mean, obviously those two are the little darlings. It's unfortunate. I like calling them little because it's belittling. <laughs> um, I. It's unfortunate they had to play in the, like the first week of Pac-12 play. Like, god damn. Now one of them has a loss already. Because I'm still rooting for them. And even like honestly. If Oregon State beat us at the end of the year, yeah, I would hate every single yep. minute of it. Yeah. And it would it would just completely destroy me inside. Like let's say we didn't get to the championship game because of it or something. Um, but I would love if fucking Oregon State made it nope. or Wazoo. Like nope. it'd be the most fitting for the Pac twelve to so end. With, here's where with we one differ. <laughs> I want yeah, I want I want you guys. I, I, I want Oregon State to win uh, everything forever except for us. But um, <laughs> but the fact that Wazoo and Oregon State got screwed still doesn't, for me, like it still doesn't change my lifelong experience with, with Wazoo, um, which is mm-hmm. not positive. And, um, <laughs> and, and as much as I am on their side in um, the this whole bullshit, and mm-hmm. like the existential battle that they're in and their how much they've been belittled and taken down by these douchebags in, in at ESPN and, and 
uh, and the fact that they're not they haven't neither of these teams have been invited to a power five yet is absurd um yeah that still doesn't erase almost 30 years of um genuine <laughs> grievances i have against many uh, against uh, trends of the coog population as a people there's certain yeah. qualities to them that i admire but there's a lot of oh the opposite as well that um i love it that uh yeah i think well i just poured a fresh like, cup oh, of tea underdogs <laughs> but like not in real life you're not all your parents own construction companies and you wear a reagan bush 84 shirt <laughs> think your country will you, you be sad them, but you're from kirkland if you don't play them in the future what's that in the future if you if you're not playing them would you be bummed about that or would you be like good riddance? no i want I no the apple cup you. is the apple cup i before i knew what oregon was as a concept i knew what the apple cup was what like i heck? hate you guys more but i the apple cup matters more uh huh going on no, no. If, and any, any, any. The other, th the other thing, like, and this is with any school and any rivalry that's like the bigger, more flagship of the two, whether that's Oregon, OSU, UW, Wazoo, Michigan, Michigan State, whatever the hell, USC, UCLA, UCLA, Cal, pick one. Any <laughs> yeah. of the bigger of those two teams, fan bases, any, any fans who are like, it's not a real rivalry. We don't even think of you. You're so lying. You're so going out of your way to point that out so hard that it so clearly is like just get over like stop it that's and that's how i feel any 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 like uh uh like any UW fan who has the arrogance to pretend that like <laughs> you don't need to like which a I, I think that is by far like the vast majority are not in that group and i assume it's the same with yeah. oregon although maybe not because again florida fans mm. but, um, it's get it's getting weird with the oregon oregon state yeah rivalry because like oregon state's really into the idea that like oregon is the one that fucked them over. yeah yeah well but, same with wazoo I, I and it's just way. not the case i don't i actually don't think of oregon state i don't know what that means for anything but yeah, i yeah, literally am like oh Texas, right oregon state is not a, an oregon yeah. fan yeah, you barely think of college football. I mean, that's true. I barely think, think about, about college football. You think football. about movie theater pickles more than you think about college football. That is true. And you're a borderline Husky fan. Yeah, you're, I've been saying this for a while. That would be like you're, if I went up to some no, random uh, it's, Estonian and was like, what do you think about Oregon State? And they're like, what's that? And I was like, you know, a beaver? And they're like, yeah, I think I know what that is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, um... Yeah, so this season so far, this is the most hyped Oregon Washington game I think there's ever been. Where it's like usually one of us sucks shit mm -hmm. when we're playing. <laughs> For decades and decades and decades, it was us. For like a decade, it was you. And now both these teams clearly don't suck shit. Anyways, they're clearly they're clearly pretty good. That sounds. And sorry, can we make that the official? Like I want a really dramatic. <laughs> like fade in intro of like Oregon like promo Oregon Washington both these teams don't suck shit yeah right now I'm I'm writing that right now this would be in the episode it'll take me a little while but it'll be very like, like Christopher bad, Nolan but, trailer no, style <laughs> wah, wah. yeah yeah both yeah that's perfect don't suck shit <laughs> Okay, sorry, this continue. Made, which is historic. Interrupted you. It's as historic as Oppenheimer, some uh -huh. would say. Boo! And how do you... So, 
What's the level of fear you got going into the? Are you trying oh. to dis- disassociate with it? Hmm. Are you being like we're about to kick their fucking asses? Hmm. Or uh, what's what's your gut feeling right now? Like, I think if I'm like both teams, I'm oddly confident and oddly apprehensive at the same time. Ironically, the thing is that like Arizona um, last week showed the blueprint of like how you can beat UW's offense, but like the mm-hmm. only teams that are going to follow that blueprint are teams that are not Oregon and USC um, because you guys also have like quite potent offenses. So I, we know Dan Lanning and Lincoln Riley well enough to know that they're not going to be like, yeah, let's slow the game down and minimize possessions. Um, Yeah. uh, So like, ironically, the game plans that teams like Oregon and USC who like talent wise and offensive potency wise have the best chance of beating UW, um, uh like and vice versa like in that whole triangle they aren't going they're like disincentivized from their own strengths from doing the blueprint that's most likely to beat UW. <laughs> so mm-hmm. i think it's it's mm-hmm. a pretty interesting dynamic um um yeah but i don't know i think I mean, it'll it... just be i think it'll be fun regardless I, I think i'm pretty excited i do think it's gonna be like a really good game i think it could go Completely either way, and the result of the game. This sounds like I know we're gonna lose, and I'm trying to give us a backdoor. But like, I, I, it could be either team, and the result of the game doesn't won't even tell you like who the best team is. It feels yeah. like it truly is just individual plays. Like, oh, this guy just was barely open enough that he, you know, that was the game winning mm-hmm. score. Or one team had a great first quarter, the other team started a little slow, and that was the deciding factor. Like, I, I, I'm pretty hyped for this game, and it's gonna be soul crushing for one fan, dude. Base, and that kind of gets me excited. Yeah, I, do I, y'all I, have what is y'all's injury report right now? Are y'all pretty strong with first defense um, first? Uh, so Jalen sat out. Jalen McMillan sat out. Arizona but I think that's likely not I think that that felt more precautionary um than anything mm-hmm. um Rome was a little bit banged up on that onside kick actually but it's also mm-hmm. another thing that like who knows what it is um Tuli Latuli Gasanoa it was out also Saturday um <clears throat> and he that if he Kalen DeBoer has been like yeah he'll play but like he's said that sometimes <laughs> when it's been mm-hmm. false um and that would be a pretty big guy to miss because our for as much as our secondary has actually improved like the the defensive line is has been pretty hit or miss in the pass rush mm-hmm. and so especially for like collapsing a pocket you need those those dudes um and um yeah. so and i guess they've got that yeah, extra we week need- too, I, f- I always forget yeah. that yeah, we're that's... both we're both on a bye week. I always forget that, which is which is odd. Like yeah. I'm so glad. Yes, that I want our I want best players that. on the field. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. For Oregon, like uh, Kyrie Jackson, looked like he was taken out of last game, and he's been like our best cornerback. So that would be devastating. But. I imagine with the bye week and this, I think we're getting a couple players back, like maybe Justin Jacobs, maybe uh, Nishad Strother played for a bit. So I think we'll be pretty close to 100%, which is what you want. Like, you want, like, no excuses. Right. Yeah, oh, you man. want to win I, I, yeah. the game. Like, 
We did it. Boom. Hours. Yeah. And it's also cool that they changed it so it's like it's not the North and the South go to the championship game. It's like these teams could meet up again that, in the championship. I, I always that honestly that thought always has I, I forget about that habitually now. So I like literally didn't think recent, about that until yeah. this moment. That would be kind of wild. Although question, yeah. yeah. Or like Washington Wazoo or Oregon Oregon State, like those could be. That would be in psychotic, game. but like in a kind of oh a good my way. God. How? Yeah, like. <laughs> how is y'all's penalty game going this season so far? Are y'all Not racking them up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like this is gonna be a penalty game where we're all just like, God Almighty, yeah. come on. Yeah, I mean they're they're in Husky Stadium at least, so like we're <laughs> sitting back like. It, um, it's definitely something. I'm trying to convince Aaron to go too. I'm trying to convince Aaron to I go. I think I, I might go. I want to go, but you obviously. Sure? I want to go, but I also need to don't have a lot of money right now. You should How much get are your tickets? fans to pay for me to come, huh? How They're much are tickets? Pretty expensive. Uh Really? Big one. And I'm I need to say Listeners. I'm like on a on my cash flow situation isn't great and my like and that. also i'm going to edinburgh to do the fringe next year for a month so oh, hell yeah i have to save up for That's that awesome. what is the fridge <laughs> the fringe fringe what is this how are what you is this recording artist and you don't know what the fringe is recording hey, sorry that was very that came off as like way more bitchy than it was supposed to my Burn. Hey, it's hate week. um it's the, You're allowed it's to the say biggest anything it's to the biggest performing arts festival in the world um, it's where like the mighty boosh came from Fleabag, uh, Rasheen Connedy, uh, Mark Watson, John Oliver, like everybody who you've ever heard of, who's done even a little bit of work in Britain or not. Yeah. Um, it's it happens in Britain. Like... It happens in, oh, cause it's Edinburgh. in Edinburgh. Edinburgh. I'm getting, Edinburgh. I, for some reason in my brain, I thought you were going to, uh, that place in Washington. What am I thinking of? I have no idea what you're thinking. Fuck. Of. It's where the giant Seattle? hole to hell is. What? Ellensburg. Seattle. Oh. You said Ed and I thought Ellensburg. Ellensburg fringe. Oh god. I was yeah, I was like with all due respect to Ellensburg, that that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> I will sounds give like Ellensburg the, credit. Sounds the like area, the wrong kind of fringe. The El yeah. Yeah. The Ellensburg fringe. That's assless chaps, my man. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh I know I will give Ellensburg credit for being in a very pretty area. Period. Um, so okay. I, I, anyway, so people I just should buy me say, tickets to Oregon, please. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, listeners, if you give us enough money, we'll get Aaron and Gaby there. They'll go together. Wait, that would be fun. I really want exactly. to. Hey, pay for it. You know what? It's as if there was like a. If, if only there was a way that people could donate five dollars to the cause to get me and Gaby two tickets. I don't know. Maybe go to the Patreon, subscribe. That's right. For five dollars a month. Thank you, Gaby, for if, hooking us up with this great it, idea to plug our own shit. For, for forty new, if we get forty new patrons this week, then we will. I'll go to the football game. That probably still won't be enough money, but I'll cover the rest if we get forty new. Patrons. Wait, I've never been so hopeful for charity in my life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Last time Aaron and I were at uh, uh, saw a Husky game. Um, was that one where Braxton Burmeister started? Oh, I'm sorry. He got for our asses you. kicked like 33 to three. Yeah, yeah. I think you had and three points. It was. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tevis, Tevis cool. Bartlett beat the crap out of him at one point. Yeah. Respectfully. Boy, it was it was a rough one, and it was raining like 
hell. That was it the was only part that bonkers. bugged me about it. I had a great time outside of it just being so wet. Yeah, I remember yeah. that too. <laughs> yeah, because that was, I remember that being a thing because at first, for the first like half, I remember seeing Oregon fans on Twitter being like, if it wasn't raining, he could throw. <laughs> and then the second <laughs> half being like, just kidding. <laughs> There's Braxton Burmeister stands out there. That's I mean, amazing. it was, you know, I, it was it, maybe the first no, quarter. Yeah. Maybe the first quarter. Yeah. I, for was, whatever reason, I do like that kid. I just, oh, sure, I, I get worried whenever anyone names their child Braxton because I'm like, you're, you're naming your child after premature labor. Stop it. <laughs> What's he? Braxton, Braxton Burmeister. Is that what like that is? Third. Braxton That's what Hicks that... is like, is, Yeah. It's like when you get contractions when you're pregnant, but like aren't quite ready to have your baby yet. Huh. Oh, he's a receiver for yeah. the Rams now. Yes, that's awesome. Think, look at that. I mean, he's probably not Braxton Burmeister. I think he, I assume he's on like the scout team or, or scout team, the practice. Yeah. Part. Sorry, continue. <laughs> not to. Which is ridiculous because there was times where we needed a receiver where I think he maybe should have switched up. That's funny. I saw him at that's he's funny. Davis Mills. Uh, I got it. I'll I'll tell you this. Yeah. One player I cannot hate, Michael Penix. Yeah, he's fucking, fucking cool. Awesome. I like <laughs> Michael Penix a lot. He's just fun to watch. I like that he's he's pretty calm back there. And just the mentality of just like, oh, I'm just going to bomb this down. <laughs> like literally like when I'm playing like NCAA 14 or whatever. Uh-huh. Like it's it he's he plays with that mentality it's fucking cool honestly i got nothing bad to say about the guy I, probably yeah. my favorite husky quarterback of all time i do have to yeah he does seem to me like our version of as far as like quarterback who you're like fuck i can't hate him like he's i, yeah. I have to imagine he's your version of mark what marcus mariota was for us because like you can't yeah. hate mariota like it's just you, you can't do it and like same thing you i can't hate imagine what he did to your team huh but yeah yeah he, you can hate uh, what he did to your team but he was like, like him like firebombing us but I, i'm like you're still freaking awesome like i can't imagine hating michael Penix, no matter who what team you're you're a fan of because he's just like yeah. super fun super cool super Does, chill is he a runner as yeah. well or is he just a deep deep dive uh less squad? so he ran a lot at indiana just because his offensive line was like five it was like if he had five me's blocking for him and yeah. so by necessity <laughs> he definitely does not run that much um okay. if given yeah. the pocket which he has generally speaking but he also is like definitely he's he is quite mobile but by choice he doesn't tend to pursue that route very often interesting is that a coaching thing or is that a he him thing no it's just he he has a he's really smart and has a really good arm so he doesn't really need to very often he's right. like i can just why would i run when i can throw it there and right. get 30 yards yeah. instead of seven <laughs> so then the offensive line then must be able to give him a lot of time as well yeah is that what yeah. we're hearing God damn! I, I so love, far. I love, I well, love Aaron. Aaron should interview all, do all college football previews for every single media outlet because uh, I, this has never happened. I love this. <laughs> Take the reins. Aaron. Well, I'm just thinking about it. I'm trying to learn the, you know, just learning. Well, because you know, you know, like me... basic concepts, but you aren't a freaking obsessed person. Like you touch uh-huh. grass instead of sitting inside all day from like uh-huh. six a.m. to two a.m. Ho- 
Hawaii, like with the Hawaii game. Uh, and so yeah. you don't like know everything about every team, but you're like, nope. yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like he has the vibe of, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit, this. but you're going to tell it's me. Almost like he's Look, I don't need to pay attention to it until I need to pay attention to it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's fair enough. That's, I, that's fair enough. That's how I feel about college basketball. I, sure. Yeah. I've definitely been watching less college football than I have, like, literally my entire life, except for maybe the first year I lived in Canada. Yeah. That Is was that what they call West Seattle these days, Canada? <laughs> <laughs> you did, but, like, Al reminds me of Vancouver. For real? Anyway, okay. Gabe, we need Sorry. to avoid talking about this actual game by talking about your future dates in Seattle here. Are we just, we're, like, done talking shows. about, okay. I mean, I was hoping we were gonna. I was gonna do this offer, but we want you if you want to come back next week. Yeah, we just do this exact thing again. We'd love to have you. We can talk real X's and O's. I mean, I'm or okay with that. Absolutely none of it. <laughs> yeah, like. I mean, is there anything you're dying to get off your chest two weeks away? Two from weeks this away? Not really. Is there- Who? I know, right? What's on the coaching staff that upsets you that you would like to see a little bit more um, transparency or fluidity? Fire. Yeah, uh, we still have. By the way, in our UWDP writers Slack group, we still have a Slack bot. Whenever someone says the words "play calling," Slack bot says hashtag Fire Smith ah, just to make fun of all the people good. for years and years. Fire Jonathan Smith, and I'm really feeling that's, vindicated that's about great. that because I'm the one who made it do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked his play call the other day where he went like this. I know, and then and then he apologized for it, but it's like no, baby, not nobody, literally nobody was offended. We again. all loved it, and we all love you. Yeah, keep being yeah. awesome. <laughs> um, exactly. Uh, honestly, it'd be cool if he, after the apology, did it again. Yeah. Yes. That, that that's... would be cool. <laughs> What I'm into. Yeah, Aaron, you don't know. He was nope. he was saying milk the clock this last game against Utah. And the signal for that apparently is milk, milk the it. Clock. Uh-huh. And so we got this great gif now that oh, will live him. forever. Well just... I get it. <laughs> I think <laughs> no, it's everyone like, gets it. That's the there's, thing. There's <laughs> look, there's another spot he could have gone that would have been way worse. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Like this? <laughs> <Milk> it. <laughs> That'd be cool if he switched to that motion. Uh, um, listeners, so you won't worse. be able to see what we're doing. If you want to see exactly what we're doing, come over to the Quack <laughs> Jesus <YouTube>. Christ. <laughs> um, You're the one that brought it I up. love it. I think, he's, uh, I think that's great. It sounds like everybody's just having a good time this season. So. Has it ever been scary? Have you had any moments in the games so far where you're like, "Holy shit, that was closer than it should have been," or uh, like injury wise, or or anything, or like just outcome? Anything. Well, the first two drives against Bo- like the first two drives in the first game against Boise was a three and out punt, and then like a six and out or whatever punt, um, and so then everyone was freaking out, and then we destroyed them like fifty two to. 13 or something so mm-hmm. that ended up good but similarly the opposite of that was like against arizona because arizona a the, playing in arizona for washington is cursed i don't know about how it is for you guys yeah. um and then yes. b arizona jed fish full credit to him like actually had a really good game plan mm-hmm. and yeah. and then the third part of that is that they just you know just played super sloppy offensively um and um so we were like comfortably the better team and leading for pretty much the whole game and then arizona scores with like a minute and a half and now it's a one score game and then they onside kick it and everybody's like are you fucking kidding me yeah yeah but it all worked out 
forget. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I definitely was sweating when we were down 6-0 to zero to Stanford in the second quarter. I yeah, wasn't. I was like, like oh, we're so off schedule. God. but We. Yeah. He's a duck fan, too. <laughs> Diehard duck fan. Uh, okay, I think that's great. So really, it's just kind of been cushy nug nugs the whole season so far. I love it. Would you say it's been cushy nug nugs? <laughs> yeah. Nug nugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, I nugs. love that you kicked the shit out of Michigan State. That was a wonderful week to do it. That was very satisfying. On the road. Although, and it was yeah, better yeah. than like last year they backdoor covered. I'm pretty sure because mm-hmm. I mean, I I I only watched like the first half and maybe quarter. Mm, half a quarter um, last enough. last year yeah. this year i watched the whole thing last, oh, last year, year because i was in ottawa and then it was my friend's birthday and so we went out for a drag show <laughs> and then and then i'm just seeing the updates on my phone being like well michigan state's really coming back kind of <laughs> no, but no, but no. same thing with like cal with like like cal this year uh where like any box score watchers wouldn't know like how yeah. much we beat the sh- like just kick the absolute shit out of them like right in the throat because we had Dylan Morrison, I think, by the second drive of the second half, and then had our wa- mm. literal walk-ons on by the end of the game <laughs> when Cal like <laughs> finally was able to score. Um, so Duck fans are just circling the 500 yards and being like, "See, this is this is how we can beat them. They did 500 yeah. yards. Yeah. We just got to do this." It really feels like throwaway all the games, like all those first five games for both teams, because it doesn't fucking matter. What's going to matter is what happens in seattle like but for two weeks we're gonna hear people talk about these supposed weaknesses and there's some uh, there's some serious you know actual weaknesses yeah. in these teams but they're both gonna score a shit ton of points i think that's what's gonna come down to what would you guys describe like defensively as your biggest weakness because i have i mean i've already mentioned it that like i actually feel a lot better about our secondary albeit like I also recognize that like your guys's offense is far better than anything we played. So I'm like, I know in that battle, like we're gonna come out on bottom. Like yeah. we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna I, use that a lot more than. Normal. I am kind of concerned like, about. Yeah. I'm kind of concerned about us covering your your. Well, like, yeah, you should be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like I, mean, I don't know that we're gonna be able to keep up for a long time. It's not really, yeah. I feel I feel better about this defense than I have in a really long freaking time, um, and so it's I don't really feel too much about like here's the organ weakness. It's just like uh, we may not be able to cover that unstoppable move that you guys yeah. have over and over. Where of having he places three potential a, first round receivers, <laughs> exactly. Where it's just like. I don't even think there's a weak link in our secondary, but it's just like they may not be able to cover the perfect pass. Yeah. And that may happen enough this times is, where this is yeah. the part in the conversation where the character that I play steps in and says, you know, it's really about who gets tired first in this game, guys. <laughs> mm. Shit, this is a character you've been playing? Duh. The real, <laughs> the real me, a, as a, we've a discussed. Version of himself. Yeah. yeah, the real Aaron actually knows a lot of his shit. He does a lot of research He's beforehand. He could tell you up and down yeah. the roster for Oregon, Washington. But look, not, surprise, not surprise, everybody! I am Hithloday. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing, uh, baby. <laughs> we're gonna yeah. kick you off. Okay. It's been wonderful talking to you, but not before we get through all the plugs because There's the plugs because wrong. because <laughs> that you're usually. The, the these are usually the most watched and listened to episodes. Period. Why? Uh, which is sad for us, but good for you, maybe. That's depressing. Um, 
No one's maybe Gabe. We have some Seattleites watching this right now. Four, probably furious. Five. Uh, maybe fewer. Probably under. Honestly, looking at the numbers, probably fewer. But that's probably half of our audience for this thing. So let's let's get through all these shows here. Uh, the one I'm most excited about. Because the one that I would actually be going to, I think, if I was in Seattle. Oh, you'd actually be going. I'm not a Kraken fan. I would actually be going, even. I would actually pay money for This motherfucker goes out all the time. Priced. I go out. He goes out. Clubs. Uh, I would I would be a Kraken fan if I lived in Seattle. Well, you oh, know, dude. You just can't be. Like, you don't, we don't, just as you guys have accepted your Floridian duck fan brethren, <laughs> we will accept our Oregonian Kraken fan. Because, like, we're, the, you know. We're the, we're, it's it's brand They're fun. I love the idea of the crack. And you used to live uh, in Seattle. I used to live in he Seattle. He fucking I, hates I, it, though. He hates still. every aspect Huge of Seahawks it. Huge Seahawks fan. Not well, there we go. Um, yeah, no, this... Uh, oh, go on. At the Angry Beaver. Yeah. I don't. We don't like that, obviously. Do you not like the Angry... Oh, because podcast. of OSU. Just think like of it beavers. as a Canadian beaver. Oh. Okay, now you're, now we're getting somewhere. Hat Tricks, a post-game comedy show at the Angry Beaver in Greenwood. I believe you are fully running this bad boy. Yeah. Tell us a bit about it. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Sounds yeah. great. I'll be there. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hat cough all over everyone for an hour. No, um, yeah, it's just, um. <clears throat> Why did I lose my voice all of a sudden? Um, yeah, no, it's just a stand-up series that we're doing for... I'm, I'm producing it for them. Um, where pretty much they're, like, Seattle's first... And really only... Like, they're, like, a devoted, like, hockey bar slash, like, Canadian-themed kind of... They're just, like, cozy and fun. Um, and so I'm running a show for them where whenever there are hockey games, they're, like... That are only on the East Coast, so they get out like mm-hmm. at like seven, and then everyone's like, "Well, now what?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're, they're yeah. T- um, this fall, those dates are like t- yeah. Well, they're right there: ten sixteenth, October sixteenth, October twenty third, and eleven third, uh, November third. <clears throat> and um, yeah, you can get the the there's ticket links at um, the Angry Beaver Instagram. I believe also on my Twitter and my Twitter account and my Instagram. If you go on my Twitter, you can scroll through it and like, I mean, a, I think the link that I have on there is, <laughs> is, uh, to oh, that. Um, Do, but yeah, you yeah, should, and sh- what? our Twitter account too, will have that link. Too, oh, right. oh thank so you. you know, does the um, angry beaver, does it have TVs for the game going on? So that way game's over. You guys walk up, start the, start the shabazzle. Well, it's, it's a hockey Post bar. Game. They play hockey, but we're right. Not, so they the have. Point. So the you okay, yeah. So the game's on. When no, 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 no. First off, when how do you not know this? You're in performance arts. Okay, well, actually, I guess you're in music, so that's different. I guess you could. Have yeah, come on now. Um, I'm sorry, too lazy to do theater. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't do theater. Are you kidding me? That's so much more work. Um, no, you can't have game. Like that's that's what I just said. That's why I just said that. It was because you can't have shit on when there's a stand-up show. Um, right yeah so it's that's why it's only when there's games on that are only early games right the rest of the evening yeah right so i can go to the angry beaver watch the game and then when the game is over i can turn my chair this way and be like and now i'm watching gaby do some cool shit oh i see i was very confused what you were saying um yes sure but you have to buy tickets (laughs) 
I mean, you don't have to buy tickets you to be there to watch to games, but you do have to buy tickets. If you are, yeah, you do have to, to buy tickets. To stay in my chair, I have to give you money. <laughs> you have to give me five bucks. It's not your chair. It's not your chair. That being said, if, uh, if anyone listening to this does want to come, which you should, because all the lineups are really good because I booked them myself and I have good taste. People who book bad lineups piss me off because now because hmm. because people end up stumbling into those shows watching a crappy show and then being like wow stand-up really is awful and it's like no people bad shows are bad <laughs> just like anything right. a bad album a bad bad music doesn't mean that music is a medium bad podcast <laughs> but, if you uh, will. exactly um uh, oh, i but, don't know uh, what any of that's like <laughs> and but, and um, then at the same venue yeah. that that Kurt Cobain of Nirvana. No, not true. At. No, they moved it. It's in Belltown true? now. It's a different spot. Oh. Yeah. Same at name, same different namesake. spot. The same namesake yeah. where Kurt Cobain of Nirvana himself played once. You will be doing Wackwardness on October 25th. Is this true? I've heard this. Yeah. Haven't you heard it From because you. I told you? <laughs> from um, you yes it's true yeah this one is uh it's a show that me and i came up with this idea like two years ago and it's a really stupid comedy panel show that because mm. um, we don't really have panel shows in the u.s other than like wait wait don't tell me but in the uk they've got a bajillion mm-hmm. and um it's like me and my friend timmy booth who um uh is hosting it and running a lot of the tech stuff and really doing the shit that's more impressive than me um for the live showing um We've been working for like a year and a half on like finally making this thing happen. It's going to be super chaotic. And it's also like our pilot run. And because it's not just pure stand up, like maybe there will be some hitches. Who knows? But like it's just the whole point is just pure. Does it have like a QI type of setup where here's a subject and let's all fucking be kooky about it? It's not literally QI. What you just described is just QI. Right. (laughs) But yeah, it's it's two teams of two. And oh, um, awesome. and, we uh, have done this with you somewhat that. in a live Quack 12 show many years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. I do believe. That was fun. That is right. Shout that out to Rego. One day we'll to, do uh, that again. DP user Rego for coming to that. On, oh, yeah. That's, that was great. I, was, I loved seeing him there. Um, honestly, this would have been a wonderful week for a live show in Seattle. Some would say the ultimate week, but we didn't plan it. So Hey, who's to say we're not actually day. planning it in the background? Secret show. We're not. <laughs> Gaby, we'd love to have you on for as long as you want to be on next week. Whatever you want to talk about, even if it's not football whatsoever, what do you say? Sorry, my whole internet just went out. You're frozen. Oh, you're good. We see you now. Did you guys say anything that I need to rebut or else I'll... Well... (laughs) Uh, once again, I'll, uh, we'd love to have you on next week. <laughs> She's you would diverting like to come back the question. For any amount of time, whatever you want to talk about. I, I'll come down? next week because I, I actually enjoy... Crucially, you guys record during the day, which for me is much more enjoyable than like yeah. recording at night. Sometimes yeah, a night sesh can get, be fun, though. Well, yeah, but it's usually like... Uh, and this is how we record our podcast uh, is at night, and I'm like... And over Zoom, and so, and I'm like, but I want to go to bed or <laughs> go do things. Like, I want to be able to do something with my evening. Sure, yeah. But instead, no. If I just you want, have to we could do here. it earlier. Usually, we do it like at the fucking real. Early. We go seven a.m. That's coffee close. in one hand, joint in the other. Oh wait, can I add I'm... one thing about? Sure, let's hear it. Angry Beaver and wac- Wackronyms, uh, just 
if anyone wants to go, which you should, because it'll be fun and stupid. Um, but you should buy tickets to that as soon as you can. But especially for the Angry Beaver, please, if you want to come, please buy tickets sooner rather than later. Because for that, I'm the ticketing uh, pr- platform admin, and I get to see the progress or lack thereof, and I get to have stress dreams about it. <laughs> so just for my mental just health, just like ticket. buy tickets. Buy buy a ticket, buy three tickets to the Angry Beaver show, mm-hmm. and then not the they're TV seven dollars. They're Beaver. literally the cheapest ticket you can you? get for a live event. Here's what you do, and then buy us tickets to the game. That's oh, all yeah, we're asking. That. Here's what you do. Give me like four hundred dollars. You put a fuck. You ask the Angry Beaver to put a menu item on the thing on the machine, so those people who are just sitting there watching the game drinking can just slap on an additional seven dollars, get a free shot out of it, and it goes for the show. Oh yeah, we're what, not going to do that. What we're doing is like if you're and please don't listen to this and then be like, I'm going to game the system because then I'll think no. that not as many people are coming and I'll go, have stress dreams and die. Um, mm-hmm. No, if you're there, we're just going to be like, just like five bucks and you can stay. Cause we just, you just need for stand up, You just need or comedy in general. You just need people invested. So that's why whenever people are like, it's a free show, that's going to be a bad right. show. Right. Um, because mm-hmm. you're just going to get a bunch of randos who are like, wait, why is this going on? This is awful. We're going to keep talking. <laughs> and <laughs> all of the worst shows I've ever done have been free. The, Dude, I, free. I Uh-oh. don't know what I would do if I was trying to do some kind of talk-based live entertainment and people were talking about their own shit. I would lose my fucking mind and I would probably end up just going off on them every time. I think you'd roast them. I think it'd be a number one YouTube hit. I'd be... I would learn... You know how like people can do microphone tricks while they sing and pull it back in? I would do the thing where you like kick it, you know, you swing it and then you kick it and it will smack the person in the in the forehead. So you just hear like a perfect like and then I pull it back in and I keep the show going. Keep that in mind when you're at this show. Yeah. And if you're talking about your own shit, maybe Gabe's going to pull this on you. Yeah. That I, uh, people that... We're not going to talk about hecklers because that's not interesting to anybody. Next week. Next Next week. week. Hecklers. By the way, if you're ever at any any gig of any kind and you think, oh, I'm not heckling, I'm helping, I'm engaging. Mm -hmm. No, you're not. Everyone around you hates you right now. Shut the fuck up. That's all. It's true. It's true. (laughs) And on that note, hate week, hate Fortnite. Sorry, hate Fortnite has started. No. Gabe, as always, wonderful guest. Me too. (sighs) We'll be back. To you, listeners, after these messages, we'll be right quack. Well, Aaron, hate to say it, but the time machine is broken. I mean, this whole thing was running off the power of your cell phone. And obviously, when we hit 1894, there's no longer cell service or Wi-Fi connection. So not going to lie, I did not think this through. God almighty, Adam, what are we supposed to do now? I mean, we're in Eugene, Oregon in 1894. We could check out the very first duck game. Maybe it's a good thing. No, it's not good. Look, we've already been here for about five days, and the very first thing I learned living in Eugene, Oregon, is that shows have been banned that are quote-unquote unchaste and demoralizing. And that's kind of the only kind of content we know how to make 
dude. We can review every duck season as it happens. Even the children here are freaky. Then post it on the Quack 12 Patreon in the future. I mean, it's just really hard to not spoil, you know, tragic national events. Imagine it, a weekly show dedicated to Oregon football history with two charismatic time-traveling stoner hosts. We live in the most expensive house in Eugene, and it's a fucking shack. And the most beautiful thing about it? We can charge them a measly five bucks in the future, and when we get it in the past, we'll be freaking millionaires comparatively. And I'm talking robber baron status, baby. Adam, I make bugs fight in a shoebox just to simulate television. All listeners would have to do is go to patreon.com slash quack12 and sign up for hundreds of hours of duck entertainment. But the hooch is good. In fact, it's kind of got me wanting to try my my own hand at it. That's right. For a measly $5 a month, that's patreon.com slash quack12. Now let's go watch them lemon yellows give those hay seeds what for. And keep your eye out for Dr. Schroeder's blueberry wine. Oh, Aaron, what a commercial. What a guest. I mean... We just yeah. had one of the most riveting conversations I've gotten to have in forever. Yeah. Is that riveting is... grammar? My God. No, no, anyway. no. Yeah, the commercial's well, great, Aaron, too. It does kind of poke fun at me, I feel like, but whatever. We're, we're, double, we're doubling it up today because we got another. I mean, I, I guess you would say, like, what is a more honorary term than guest? Lieutenant Not General. Like, I was thinking about Lieutenant it. Lieutenant General. Yes, for sure. This is our lieutenant general coming in. Bop, 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 bop. And then we go, got Usually it. you now don't get that up. combo, right? You usually don't get a lieutenant who's also a general. I think you do. But I think lieutenant I like general's this. a thing. He's like a, Maybe. He's like a battle master, if you will. He understands or the... she. Well, our guest yeah. is... Anyway, I'm not going to get well, into gender politics know. because yeah. of the guest. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what a terrible <laughs> intro this has become. Um, please, uh, we're, we're bringing on, from Addicted to Quack, the the resident film reviewer there, the managing editor. Honestly, if you are a Duck fan and want to know about this team, or if you're a Duck hater and want to know about your own team after and before they play the Ducks, yeah. you need to go to at HithlaDay1, yep. H-Y-T-H-L-O-D-A-Y, the number one on Twitter or X or whatever it's called. And you also need to go to Addicted to Quack and read these absolutely wonderful articles. I, this is not just blowing smoke. They truly are the truth. Duct tape, uh, this most recent one, duct tape film review of week five, 2023 at Stanford. That is, of course, our our lieutenant general of the podcast, quite frankly, Day One. How is it going, Day? Uh, I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm going to tell you this about the Stanford game. I, yeah. Lieutenant General is a, a rank in the U.S. Yeah, Army. Yeah, it is a rank. I, yeah. Duh. Is it higher or lower than a general? It's one rank below general. It's one rank above major general. It's an 09. It's yeah. You know, he's the dude. Stars. He's the I, dude that's got such a specific set of knowledge that when he gives you advice, you go, as a general, you go, okay, now I know. <laughs> <laughs> what a take this is. I, I'm pretty ashamed. I, I, I work I was for thinking, a living, though. You don't have to salute me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Uh, 
I, you know, I was in the Young Marines as a child. So really? I really should have known that. Yes, I was. Why? I don't really know. Discipline issues? Were you kind of an outrageous no, kid getting into shit? I'm a weirdo little kid. They came to my. They came from the army base in White City, Oregon, the aptly named White City, Oregon. Okay. And they came over to Medford, and they were like, they had this big spiel, like almost like join the Boy Scouts thing. And for some reason, as a as a goody two shoes little boy, I was. I was like, I would like to join the Marines. Sure. And I I went through a boot camp and everything. How old? I was like, uh, I don't know, middle school, so whatever that is, 14. You know, I had two buddies that were in ROTC. It's a thing. Weird. You know, we burned down the ROTC, uh, the University of Oregon campus in the 70s to... To uh, to protest against Vietnam. Oh, wow. To bring it back to the Oregon Ducks. Anyways, Hithla Day, uh, like Vietnam, this Oregon-Stanford game gave me many flashbacks. Mm, this is <laughs> go somewhere. All right. <laughs> um, Bravo. I, I, I almost enjoy the feeling looking back at it. Uh, like being down 6-0, having... Two drives that I would not say, and, and your article also says this, but I mean, even at the time, I was like, they, they weren't bad organ drives. Mm. It was just they weren't successful organ drives. You know, like uh, things went like there was no huge disaster that destroyed the drives. Just little missed opportunities, yeah. little miscues. Yeah, here. sure. It's not like there was a but, sack or a fumble or yeah, something. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. No turnover sure. or anything. But. Um, we only got those two drives up until like midway through the second yeah. quarter. And we were down 6-0, which is honestly a testament to the defense, obviously, uh, that they had to, like, Stanford had to go, like, convert yeah. fourth downs. The other thing is that those still... Stanford drives were assisted by, like, a kick-out-of-bounds penalty, you know, so they start, mm-hmm. like, on the 35. Mm-hmm. And then, they, you know, so it's like that first drive is, like, 15 plays for 46 yards, so it's, like, three <laughs> yards a play, you know. Like, God. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah. it takes, like, a ton of time off the clock. Yeah, it's, like, the kind of thing, you know, Aaron, you were saying, this the other day, like I think after the Texas Tech game where it's like oh it felt bad but then you know when you when you think you know when you you talk about it or analyze or whatever you're sort of like oh you come off the edge you know and it's like this game like once you know what the outcome is and, and you're sort of like oh those were six plays and then like once you put them in sort of context it's like, oh, who cares? You know, it's like there were six yeah. bad plays. And then you, it's like it's funny doing the film review. It's like, yeah, there were six bad plays. Actually, there weren't even six bad. There were it, it was four, you know, like two of the six were successful plays, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like you just sort of like, you, yeah, there were six, you know, and you rush through them. And then there's like 70 great plays. <laughs> You're just like, OK, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, I think the the bad Oregon-Stanford games of the past, like, or, you know, all those games would be like, one is ranked high, the other one's having a bad season, and then the bad one somehow wins. Mm-hmm. Um, is us actually stop, like, holding them to field goals? Like, we would have won this game even if they scored two touchdowns yeah. on their first two drives, but... It it, the, it made me feel much more comfortable the whole time. And then one touchdown away, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, Oregon's let the blowout begin is kind of what it felt like. But it, it did – it brought me back to have that gut feeling of like, oh, my God, yeah. Stanford going to ruin our season. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it very much. But the score – is another, I believe, what, 42 to 6? Yeah, it was exactly yeah. the Two same score as the Colorado going. And interestingly, the exact same number of meaningful snaps for the offense, 47, mm. uh, as uh, the Colorado game, too. 
Yeah. Interesting. I felt like with, you know, after the game was over, I was like, oh, well, that is the outcome I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. It just didn't happen in the sequence that yeah. I thought maybe it should have yeah. gone it, in. And, and Aaron, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's as an analyst, like as someone who like throws up all the plays sort of out of order and and sorts them, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, it, exactly. It is like mm-hmm. if you, you, you know. Precisely, if you take the plays out of order and you just sort of like you know cluster them by success rates, yard per play, you know, et cetera, like yeah, it maps out exactly the you know how you expect it. It's, it's just weird. Like it's you know it's just because they... actually, I'll give you a funny stat. Yeah, um, the because I feel like so... they got their six points on schedule. We just weren't on schedule. You know what I mean? Like I they got yeah. on the <laughs> late. Is there six points? Is, but, all, is what I thought it would be. So, oh, yeah. so continue. Yeah. In uh, uh, you may recall uh, in the uh, Oregon's third possession when they finally start scoring touchdowns, there's a uh, the, uh, Bo Nix has a, a, a run um, where he keeps the ball. Uh, actually, that that plays in my article because it's a it's a like a clever manipulation of of one of Stanford's actually two of Stanford's defensive penalties at the same time, hmm. um, which it's too complicated to explain on a podcast. Read my article; it was actually very interesting. But anyway, um, that that play uh, inclusive. Uh, and through the rest of meaningful play before garbage time, Oregon has a 77% success rate, uh, you know, for that play and for the rest of meaningful play. They win on 77% of their plays. Prior to that play, uh, Oregon has a 37.5% success rate. So it's like they get all the bad plays out of their system, you know, prior to that play. And then from that play on, it's like they can't be stopped. Now... That's not actually the case, you know, like it's not, you know, that's just not it, but it feels that way. You know, it feels like, oh, they were playing horrible, but then they had an amazing play and Uh it's like the Mm -hmm. switch flipped and then they could do no wrong. And, and like, oh, they, they, you know, they, they, they got it out of their systems or, you know, they, they, whatever metaphor you want to choose, you know, like psychologically, you know, they had the aha moment. Like there's a thousand different literary cliches that you could use. It's just, I'm sorry. It's just not how it works. Like it's, it, it just, it like it, it's just kind of random like they they you know they, they made a couple of mistakes they weren't even the mistakes that they were making on the like five unsuccessful plays they had prior you know dur- during that sort of run of bad plays uh they aren't mis- like they were mistakes that they actually continued to sporadically make throughout the game mm-hmm. you know in those when i said 77% success rate that means 23% failure rate Hey, it was the same mistakes, you know, like, like, and in previous games, they were making the same mistakes. It's just like, hey, you know, like if you flip a coin a hundred times, you know, you're, or you, if you roll a dice, you know, a hundred times, you're going to come up snake eyes a couple of times. And on top of that, a few times, you're going to have a run of rolling snake eyes like three times in a row. Like that doesn't mean you're 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 playing with loaded dice or that it has any significance at all. It's just you know 
That's weirdly, like sometimes you're going to roll snake eyes three times in a row. And it's like, oh, it doesn't mean that, you know, the, the supernatural has occurred. It's just like, uh, probabilities mm. like that sometimes. Well, okay. Well, can I ask supernatural? You know, well, yeah, I have to. I mean, I have to say one thing I do think about is maybe to some degree there's like the impending bye week has got you kind of already mm. slope your final game before you go into rest mode maybe you're accidentally shutting off a little too much a little too early i don't I think know they just missed a few plays yeah. I, I mean i i, I felt i don't know i'm a superstitious I, I mean, man I can, I, I, i'm not i i can i mean i can <laughs> I mean, I can walk you through it. Like, be, here's the thing. Like I said, it's six bad. It, it's it, it's six plays because it's three, sure. three and outs. Two of them are good plays. You know, they, they run a sweep that was successful for five yards on, on second and nine in the first drive. Uh, they run, a, you know, an outside zone run um, on first and ten on, on the second drive that gets four yards. You know, that's fine. Um, the, uh, the, 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 you know, so, so on third and four on the first drive, totally manageable down a distance, right? Um, what they do is they, this this clips in my article, they roll Bo Nix out and they take a deep shot uh, to Tez Johnson. Tez Johnson, of course, burns the coverage. I mean, just completely cooks him. <laughs> um, and having Nix roll out and throw a deep shot, he's done that plenty of times and he's connected plenty of times. Like remember in UCLA uh, against UCLA last year, that was the like, you know, the, the commentator had some poetic, you know, oh, and they, the, the heavens parted and the angels wept, <laughs> you know, that was, it was like, it's exactly the same play. Um you know, he hits those all the time. Like, there's nothing wrong with Bo Nix. He hits those all the time. Uh, it's just that it's also, it's not the highest percentage throw in the world. He's going to miss sometimes, you know. Mm. He missed on that one. You know, who cares? It's also a little bit on Terrence Ferguson. He's the guy who's supposed to block David Bailey, their good outside linebacker. Um, and he mm. whiffs on the block. But, like, Nix had enough time to set his feet. And he just missed on throw. Okay, whatever. The problem is he was calling a shot play on third and four. Which, like, third and four is not when you call a shot play. Come on, guys. You call mm -hmm. a shot play on second and four. Mm -hmm. So if you miss it, you're like, it doesn't matter. I'll just call a, a run on third and four and keep the drive going. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't like that. They it's not that I had an objection to calling the shot play. I had an objection to calling the shot play on third and four. You know, so anyway, eh, whatever. They missed it, whatever. Mm -hmm. And also having come off of giving up, a, you know, an, an eight minute drive to Stanford and then going on to give up another like eight minute drive to Stanford. It's just like this wasn't the time to do this, guys. Now. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, like what? if he hit that play you know exactly like if yeah. we would all be in hysterics if stanford goes on an eight minute drive in which they get three points out of it and then oregon takes 20 seconds to get right. seven points you know we would yeah. all be rolling on the floor laughing like how perfect you know but like and we were inches away but like inches away but like come on will you don't call plays for the lulls you know like that's mm. <laughs> that's not good play calling so anyway so second drive Second drive, uh, it's second and six. I don't get this one at all, man. Like, it's second and six. Uh, uh, Stanford rushes just three. And Bo Nix has, like, he's got two dudes who are open. He's got Terrence Ferguson uh, and he's got uh, Gary Bryant, both of whom are just, like, they're wide open. They're standing on the line to Gaiden, just like nobody's anywhere around them. They're standing, showing their numbers, like, throw me the ball, Bo. Uh, but instead... It, with no pressure on them, because they're only rushing three, uh, 
Bo Nix like breaks the pocket, starts running to the sideline, and then tr- th- tries this crazy throw to uh, to Bucky Irving on the sideline, uh, where he tries to do this like this toe tap thing where he's like falling out of bounds. Just like he's like a five nine running back. That's not like what are you trying to do? <laughs> it was just like the dumbest. Like what are you doing? Like I was, it was just like it was like a crazy thing. It was like like you know, but like he never does that again. You know, and right. I've never seen him try to do that before. And it was just like, it's just a one-off, you know? It's just like, who can't, like, it, on the yeah. one hand, it's really stupid. On the uh, on the second hand, like, Stanford didn't force it. Like, it had nothing to do with, like, oh, no, the defense is kicking Oregon's butt. Like, no, that was Oregon doing something dumb. But on the third hand, uh, like, <laughs> it just, it, like, who can, it was a dumb you know college kid doing a dumb college thing like who cares you know it's just like there's no pattern there's no like there's nothing to get to get up about you know like yeah it's just it was just a dumb yeah now if that starts happening in every game right then i'll start writing there's a problem here sure Mm -hmm. it hasn't it's just it was just a dumb thing that happened you know and i think it goes to show you like for this game as far as the duck perspective uh, the the fact that we're talking mainly about like, these few drives, yeah, like one play on one drive, <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah, yeah, this is the nitpicking you want. <laughs> yeah, this means your your team's dominant. Oh god, um, another. I would, well, would you're imagine. always worried. That's the problem. You're yeah. always worried because for some reason you get invested. Yeah, just I don't saying. Know. We should stop it now. We yeah, it's a podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A, kids yeah. playing a game. <laughs> I know it's yeah. very dumb um, to get invested in these ways. Even if one of those players happens to be the, you know, most uh, veteran player in all of college yeah. football or whatever, sometimes he'll make mistakes. That, um, it is weird that he make, does dumb stuff like that every once in a while. You'd think, like, the guy who's played, like, the most college football games ever wouldn't be yeah. doing that. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm sure we could pull up some bad Tom Brady plays. Where you're I'm like, sure, what was he I'm thinking? Sure. But, but uh, for, as far as... Uh, Film Could pull up some bad Justin goes. Herbert plays. Hey, shut up! They don't <laughs> exist. Um, by the way, yeah. Aaron, there was like a little bit of late hit on the sideline on Justin Herbert. Yeah, you should have seen his his teammates rally around the guy. Really, it was re- actually it's actually really cool because it was it was not them literally trying to like fight this guy. It was just thirty NFL players surrounding him. Uh, like they're a school of fish. Wow! Just shouting him down. Like it was pretty cool. Uh, they love Justin Herbert. That's so great. We. Yeah, After we do. Podcast. Just bringing it um, up. I'm just stating a but, fact. Yeah, shut up. Um, <laughs> but with the injuries that uh, a few injuries to Oregon, mainly Kyrie Jackson, which I absolutely that- jinxed him. I cannot believe on Twitter. I literally had just said like. Kyrie Jackson may be the you know most impressive person we've added to this uh, squad or whatever. The you know really thirty sucks. seconds later, what really he sucks? Yeah, I'm sure that the, the reason that you said that there's a longer story. I'm sure the reason that you said that was he got a sack. The reason that he got a sack was that Oregon had adjusted to a particular way that Stan like mm. Stanford busted out, kind of like how Texas Tech did, um, had busted out some new plays and new formations that they hadn't shown on film um, before and. 
And Oregon was actually doing a really kind of like the the low key, you know, few people noticed because like who cares in a blowout? Um, but I do because yeah. like I I'm charting <laughs> the games, and so I notice that like the computer just easily notices these things that I I, I have a little piece of code that flags them for me. Uh, like hey, they never ran this before, and like it was going nuts because there was like five of them, um, or like new formations, um. And uh, so anyway, uh, you know, they p- part of why on Stanford's first two possessions, they got, um, uh, you know, longer. Uh, they were able to sustain those drives a little longer than they otherwise might have. Um, there are a few other reasons for that. I won't comment on um, that uh, uh, was some of those new plays, um, which like, are all, you know, it's all for any defense. It's just like when they're having to deal with something for the first time, you know, that they, you know, the opponent usually gets a little bit of an advantage there, but actually Oregon was doing a very good job by usually like the second time Stanford tried to run that play or line up in that new formation, Oregon nailed it. Um, and, and it was just like, Hey, good job. Defensive coaching staff. Right. Um, nice. yeah. And uh, so anyway, um, that sack that Kyrie Jackson got, that was on a second time Stanford tried to run a particular, you know, formation. And the adjustment that they had is, oh, hey, that leaves the backside empty. So Jackson can come off his coverage and come in and get he can come off that because the play is always going to roll to that side and he can come in and slash slash in that way and get a sack. So he does get a sack. So then they try to run it a third time. He slashes in, he's going in for a sack. The offensive lineman comes and gets him, rolls him up. And then even though he's already blocked him, he's out of the play. The offensive lineman then takes him to the ground. I'm not saying the offensive lineman did anything dirty. He's sort of just finishing the play. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not accusing Stanford of doing anything evil here. The, the offensive lineman is just doing his job. But like the the he takes him to the ground. And that's how Kyrie Jackson gets hurt. And so it's like, for you know, I'm 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 yes ending you here, Adam. Like, <laughs> not only was Kyrie Jackson like completely kicking ass, but like the entire defense was completely kicking ass in adapting to new plays. And so it's yeah. especially like ironic and awful that Jackson got hurt on such a play mm. because like it was so exemplary of what a good job Oregon's defense was doing at adapting to like the new stuff that uh, Stanford was sort of cavalierly throwing at them. And so with him out, it appeared like it was it Dante Manning who really stepped into that role. Um, it was uh, exactly actually it was it? Nico Reed that was very okay. interesting, you know, because they had been using him pretty much exclusively as their slot corner, and instead, mm-hmm. and um, when Jackson went down, they slid him over to play the outside corner, and they continued to um, flip back and forth at the other uh, outside spot between uh, Manning and Florence. Um, I think one of those guys is a little dinged up. Uh, I, I'm not sure who, um, but I think one of those, I, I think it might be Manning is a little dinged up. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not certain about that. Don't quote me, but like, I think that's the, the issue about why they're splitting time. Um, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, is there, cause I know it, it, we did get into garbage time pretty quickly here, but is, was there anything that you took out of that besides maybe, oh, it's interesting that Nico 
uh, got that spot. Because uh, otherwise, I can't really think of too many. I know uh, Strother actually got some. Yeah, the, in. the very to see him? yeah the very last um, possession of the game, which is deep into garbage time, they uh, they they completely subbed out all of their offensive linemen, and uh, four of them were guys who we'd seen before. You know, Ope. Um, and, and Pickard was the center, and and, and Kawika Rogers was the uh, the other tackle, and uh, Dave Uli, uh, who he'd seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the left guard was Nishad Struther, so that's cool. Um, yeah, I'd definitely like to see him back to health. Um, let's see. Um, on defense, there was uh, the the um the. Okay, so I had written um, before this game that Stanford had this interesting thing that I actually couldn't solve because I didn't have enough data for it. You know, I ran it through the the regression engine, but I, I couldn't crack it where they're like the only way they were ever getting yards were these out of the blue, like 40 yard plays. And I was just like, how the hell are they getting these plays? Um, and I couldn't crack it like at all it was just like not enough data and um and uh 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 and even more problematically the quarterback who was getting most of those big plays was their running quarterback who was the guy they had starting this mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. Uh, which was yeah. like really weird like they have a running quarterback who is also their big play quarterback like their quarterback system is screwy as hell dude and he, uh, and and, him in? <laughs> and daniels their their like main i guess quarterback gets hurt because evan williams you know sacked him and, and basically yeah. like hit his like you you saw him later in the game the hit caused his face mask to go up into his face and guys like really nasty contusion on Ooh. his uh on his cheekbone yeah was, yeah knocked him out of the game actually interesting side note i've um i've actually talked to both of their dads who were involved oh. in that collision because ashton daniels is a he's from georgia like he's a like a georgia state high school champion and like his dad is a university of georgia podcaster and i was on a University of Georgia podcast when Oregon played that team last year. And I nice. talked to his dad and it, like it came oh, up. Oh, wow. Like, hey, yeah. Hey, my son plays for Stanford. You might see him. And I was, yeah, we had no idea that he'd wind up being the, the starting quarterback. So yeah, anyway. And then like Evan Williams, his dad is Gary Williams. He used to play defensive yeah. back for Cal back in the 80s. Um, actually, he's in on the play, like the 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 band is out on the field, that play. Um, and nice. uh, yeah, so he his dad, he's the dad of, uh, of Evan Williams, of course, and also uh, Bennett Williams and both of whom played for Oregon and, yeah. and like he who was who was at the game we, we yeah. saw the pictures of it. he's got a little like uh, uh what are those called a little head cut out yeah of a of a baby Evan Williams yeah right or, or when the, when he was playing baseball or something like that yeah so oh, yeah. um yeah anyway uh, uh, uh his his father like comments on my articles so anyway yeah <laughs> how, how funny that like both of those both both players involved I t- talked to their dads anyway uh, uh not that I show favoritism or anything like you can't you can't buy my my love anyway the um <laughs> You can buy ours though for a measly five dollars a month. Yeah, on the Quackville Patreon. Excellent. <laughs> good, good transition. Anyway, uh, yeah, their their quarterback system is super screwy. They get a bunch of explosive plays, in particular that quarterback Lamson, which is weird because he's the running quarterback, uh, but he also gets the really big shot plays. And uh, so anyway, ooh, long digression. Um, 
it it seemed clear to me that in the first quarter, Oregon had a defensive game plan about preventing those shot plays. And it was like, I'm not kidding when I say it's the only way that they get yards. The the analysis that, that the computer spat out was that a, a majority, like 51% of all yards that Stanford has gotten this season come from 9% of their plays like 90% wow. of their snaps produce 51% of their yards because it's they're totally dependent on getting those like out of the blue 40 plus yard plays mm-hmm. it's just like wow so like Oregon I think very clearly showed up with a game plan it's like okay well all we got to do is stop those big plays and so they they did they had a defensive scheme you know and like it's too complex to explain that scheme You're just gonna read my article like i have a visual illustration of it um the sort of the issue with that though is that uh and it well i should say it was successful stanford never got any of those plays the longest play that they had in this game was 18 yards they didn't have a single play that was you know 20 plus yards they didn't even attempt them oregon completely had them locked out wow uh, of those so like number one good job they did the same thing that they did against hawaii which you know sort of the same deal where hawaii is totally dependent on big passing plays and oregon totally took them away so like yay hooray hooray um but there's this other thing where Stanford also does these very simplistic like hitch plays where they have two receivers run the most like simple passing play you've ever seen in your life. I will describe this one because <laughs> it's so basic. The dude runs, he stands in the slot, he runs 10 yards forward, he turns around and then he just stands there just stands there and waits for the quarterback <laughs> to throw in the ball. Like it's the most like basic thing you've ever seen in your life. Um, like the movie hitch. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, definitely basic bitch kind of deal. Uh, so, <laughs> so, and it's like, yeah, it's like Stanford's got three passing plays in their playbook and that's one of them. Uh, and it's just like, oh man. And so kind of the downside of the Oregon's defensive strategy, they show up in the first quarter to take away the big plays is that it kind of leaves that play, the like the mm. basic bitch play open. And that's how Stanford was kind of moving the ball a bit during those first two drives. And they also had this really complex, you know, uh, pass rush plan. Uh, that's the other, like, half of it. Um, don't ask me to explain that. Um, and uh, it's in my article. If you want an explanation, I just don't ask me to do it without a whiteboard. Uh, Love and, it. Uh, a- a- anywho. Oregon by the second quarter realized, hey, guys, they're they're not pulling off the shot plays. We don't need to do this whole <laughs> complex thing to shut down their shot plays. Let's just blitz and play man. Um, so that's what they do. They go to a very simple, straightforward pass rush. They start blitzing them. They crush them on the offensive <laughs> line and they play man. And they just like those are basic bitch plays. They just like put a dude in front of them. Or like, and because they just like they're better athletes, and like, and so they shut those down too, and they don't sacrifice the the deep play coverage either. Like they don't have to worry about the deep plays, and they don't have to worry about the intermediate plays, and so that's why Stanford gets like nothing for the rest of the game. So like. You know, for people who are, you know, people have asked me, like, what do you think about Tosh Lapoy, like, uh, as a defensive coordinator? Is he making defensive adjustments? And I'm like, 
Yeah, he is. Or like, I don't actually know who's doing the defense because like, yeah. is it Dan Lanning? Is it Chris Hampton? Like, there's a bunch of like defensive minds on this. So I'll just say the defensive staff. Is the defensive staff making adjustments? Yeah, you bet your ass they're making adjustments. They're making tons of defense. They they, they figured out Texas Tech's quarterback runs. They figured out Stanford's mm-hmm. defensive runs. They figured out Stanford's nude. You know, they, they shut down Hawaii's explosive plays. They shut down Stanford's defensive plays. They shut down Stanford's, you know, intermediate plays. Like, yeah, they make lots of adjustments. They, they do a very good job of it yeah it's pretty hell cool yeah hell yeah <laughs> we get a week to, a couple weeks to sit on it till the next big one now you too we have we have less picks to make but we have picks to make so i think it's time to go over there that is right the best segment there is on the inner web foot the pigs the pigs the pigs the pigs the picks the great pick'em challenge if you will Let's get into it. Oh, now, shit. we got quite a few bye weeks, including bye. number eight. <laughs> number eight, Oregon, is on the bye. That is right. We're all the way up to number eight. Could be higher, but honestly, I think it's you want some kind of chip on your shoulder. You want some bulletin board material. Uh, it, it's better for us to be ranked lower right now. We don't need to be <clears throat> number five or whatever. Let's Let's just be number eight. Top ten sounds good to me. Then Stanford is on a bye. Uh, hopefully they can figure some shit out. Otherwise, they may very well be the worst team in the Pac-12, which is saying something. Mm. Number 18, Utah God. is a bye week after getting uh, Look, well, losing to Utah. I'm sorry. Uh, I have to, to. I mean, to Oregon State and Utah, I guess. I have to. I have to interject here real quick. Whoever mm-hmm. is in charge of uh, scheduling the Pac-12, you know, football schedule, it's yeah. no wonder it's going out of business. Because, good God, <laughs> learn how to stagger the game so that you are always producing content. Well, I'll, t- <laughs> I'll give you this: I do love. We've been talking about this. You gotta love that both Oregon and I believe this is next Washington. Yeah. Have buys, but nobody I, else should. Wonderful. You should have some kind of football. I mean, four games. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know how you can make money with only four games. games. I mean, they can not at maximum. The they can only produce six. Like, yeah. Well, Aaron wants more people in the conference. I think. Yeah. So every week, let's just get rid of the buys. It's not helping us out. Nope. Number seven. That is right. One above us as of right now. Things could change. We could have. You know, some top teams lose. And sure. Slot up there. But as of right now, it looks like it's definitely going to be a top 10 matchup. Maybe number seven versus number eight. Who knows? Uh, possibly the biggest Oregon Washington game ever. Uh, ever. Is hype going into it. Now let's get into the real games here UCLA versus, <sighs> versus Washington State. Number 13. 13 Wazoo. And if I mean they are truly the team that's just getting shat on left and right, yeah, by dumbasses on game day, by the world seemingly. So it's pretty fun to root for Wazoo. They beat Oregon State. Mm-hmm. I wish that game hadn't happened already, but it did happen. And so now they got even more momentum. They're looking pretty mm-hmm. solid. They're going against UCLA, a team that suffered their first loss against Utah. 14 to 7 a couple weeks ago cuz I believe they just had both these teams are coming off a of bye week I do believe. Oh. Um they got freshman Dante Moore, obviously. Seems like he's totally 
got the reins. Cam Ward has much more of a command of this offense than last season anyways. Still every once in a while makes uh, a little bit of a goof, but overall is, is looking pretty solid. Saturday, 12 p.m., Pac-12 Network, Aaron, who do you got? Think it over. I don't believe in either team, to be honest with you. Hmm. Uh, I don't. If they asked me to help them move, I'd have to say no because I'm like, no, it's going to be a shit show moving you. <laughs> you're you're going to go over there and they're going to be like, yeah, man, all you got to do is like move some boxes. You go over there, you're like, dude, nothing's not in only boxes. Is this not packed. You don't have uh, boxes. I'm not you moving your boxes. VHS tapes, bro. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna go... Like, the, there's a sink full of dirty dishes, dude. I'm not washing your dishes and then drying them and packing I think I have to go with Washington State. You're going with Wazoo. You're going with your heart. That's no. No. I don't know what it is about UCLA, but I just... You know, they're like bad with money, non-trustable, where Washington <laughs> State is just like, ah, you said you wouldn't do that thing that annoys me and you keep doing it. <laughs> I don't know where this is coming from, but I love it. Yeah. Um, I I want Wazoo to win this. I sure. desperately want Wazoo to win this. Just you mean the, the team narrative. that got screwed by the Pac-12 blowing up versus the team that blew up the Pac-12? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I want the good guy to win this instead of the bad guy is basically what I'm going with. And they, they very well could. Um, it is at home for UCLA, but that doesn't necessarily mean... Yeah, it means mean. nothing. Yeah, at all, it, it, like anything. Uh, Wazoo definitely wants it more. I haven't fully watched, because so many of the games with UCLA have been kind of like just blowouts, or I, I miss the UCLA-Utah game. I watched some highlights and stuff, but so I, I am not as familiar with UCLA, and Chip Kelly's constantly doing his lab work with this team, so it's hard for me to track. I'm just going to go with the team I want to win. I'm going with Wazoo because they have truer hearts. Awesome. Aaron, do you have, I mean, uh, Hithliday, do you have a good take on this game? Do you have a. I mean, sense? not really. I'm, I still haven't watched a second of film on Wazoo, which, like, obviously, wow. I'm, I'm going to over the bye week. It's just like they haven't, they haven't played a team that Oregon's, you know, played yet. Um, or, mm -hmm. you know, they just, they just haven't been on my film schedule and I knew I had this bye week, you know, I, this is the time I'm going to be doing the catch up, but you know, I just haven't done it yet. Um, and so like the, a bunch of the questions about like, is this for real about Wazoo or not? Um, uh, I just haven't resolved yet. Like, I don't know whether or not, you know, Cam Ward is for real or those receivers are for real or, uh, you know, uh, you know whether they actually patch their defensive line. I mean, like, this game mm -hmm. is going to help me resolve a lot of those questions. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, on the other hand, like, I, I'm, I'm fairly confident. Uh, I, well... No, I'm I'm not actually confident. Like I have a strong suspicion that I'm gonna feel really good if it turns out to be true, but that's not the same thing as confidence. So I let me walk that dog back. <laughs> um, I, I am gonna feel super vindicated uh, if this winds up being if the following thing that I'm about to say winds up being the case, which is Chip Kelly doesn't know what he's doing uh, <laughs> uh, regarding having taken uh, Dante Moore. Um, and, and, and trying to make a pocket passer playbook work, um, that he needs a 
uh, a running quarterback uh, to bail his ass out. Um, and that this is going to be a disaster and that like for a schedule that he got in which he could fall backwards into the Pac-12 title game, that he's going to wind up blowing it to teams that are, uh, you know, from a talent perspective, uh, uh, are and ought to be like inferior to what UCLA ought to be because they're in Los Angeles and ought to have five stars Mm -hmm. from top to bottom. Um, and like critical to, uh, that theory coming true is uh blowing it to wazoo so therefore wazoo's, yeah so for my theory to be true wazoo's gonna beat him and so i'm gonna take wazoo to beat him uh Love it. because I, i'm gonna feel great when that happens <laughs> so mm-hmm. why not bet on feeling great yeah uh, otherwise, <laughs> Baby, I do otherwise it every day for, Otherwise, man, this game is totally a toss-up. Like, every advanced, you know, every advanced just it comes up with a toss-up or just goes with home field advantage. But as you say, there is no home field advantage for UCLA. Mm. You know, so, like, who knows, man? Might as well just go with your gut. My gut is telling me that, that Chip Kelly doesn't know what he's doing. The only thing I'm betting on is win or lose, Cougs boost. Let's do the next one here. Arizona State, the Sun Devils, versus Colorado. Sun Devils are definitely kind of the pluckiest team, the easiest team to root for. We are like, eh, when when my team plays them, we're definitely going to beat them. But it's fun to see them give these other Pac-12 teams what for. Uh, for example, Cal was – I went with Cal. No, no, I went with the Sun Devils. Both of you went with Cal. Yeah. I re- That felt like the one that Arizona State could maybe pull off because Cal's a little bit of a mess right now. And forever, seemingly. And um, they nearly did. It was a game. Scadaboo, which is literally their everything for this team right now, is is still very fun to watch and root for with a name like Scadaboo. And just his size is, is hysterical. He's such a strong, tough little guy. And... Um, it's like and ASU is having a bunch of like QB problems. A lot of them getting injured. Uh, I I really want Arizona State to beat somebody. Uh, not sure if it's gonna happen this Pac-12 cycle. Eventually they're gonna catch up to someone. Uh, they didn't look great against Cal, but almost won that one. Meanwhile, Colorado, Aaron, yo, Colorado, yep, rallied back. Good from. From multiple scores, they were like a 22-point underdog against USC. It came down to, like, they went for an onside kick down one score. We're going to go for the tie. Like, they really did rally back, all due to USC's truly terrible defense. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, Colorado had a shot. Like, they they were down two scores, had like five minutes left on the clock, took a bit maybe too long on that final drive uh went for the onside kick didn't get it the game ended but there was very nearly uh an upset of us well that's so what very fun to watch that's what we were predicting last week if i remember correctly is that was kind of going to be me. the i thought usc was going to blow them out the water but oh oh yeah well i mean if record. there was a game to lose that was the game colorado I mean, was going to lose they were for much of the game and they should have yeah but then they uh, really should have yeah, but then Grinch happened. Ah, oh, Grinch. You I like Colorado. Him. I, I think definitely love him. Oh, there's there's no coach in the Pac-12 that I love more than Alex Grinch. 
<laughs> um, so, Aaron, you, you got two very plucky teams. Both of them are easy to root for, right? Well, ASU's it's easier to root for, for one of them, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, America's rooting for one of them. Yeah. Going for? Yeah. I'm going, going Colorado. I want those buff men. I want I want big, sexy men dancing in my face. Give me the buff men. All right. That's <laughs> something different than this game, it seems like. But, no. Um, I I mean, if I went with Arizona State, it would just be because I want an upset that I don't think is going to happen. Right. And honestly, I do want uh, – people are insane, the amount of people I'll listen to other podcasts and be like, well, the floor for Colorado seems like seven wins. Nah, dude, the floor could be like right now. So what you got to do is just you get to a bowl game. It's it's huge, wonderful achievement for Colorado. You should be excited for that. Yeah. I want that to happen. Um, I think it's inevitable. So for that to happen, in my opinion, this is like kind one of those, like, you got to have this game because – there's going to be harder games. I mean, and this needs to be one you want. I feel like they're an eight or nine win team. Ooh. This I think Ooh, they're going to oh pull God. out eight. No. There's they don't have the schedule to get eight wins. Oh no. wow. Okay. Never mind. I take it back. Ooh. I was I was just kidding. <laughs> I was just testing you guys. But if they do get eight wins, then you're going to be like, I was not kidding. Right. I was actually dead. Serious. Exactly. I'm going to Matt Gates you. <laughs> yeah. The worst human in the world. Sorry, that's a, that's quite the title. You sure you're ready to give? No, me I don't want. He's I the. Mean. He's just anyway. <laughs> anyway, anyways, uh, I got to go with Colorado though. They 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 show more fight. Who knows who will be back for this game? I haven't looked up anything, but possibly Travis Hunter, probably not, but maybe a few other weapons. Uh, plus, we want Jack Barsh to have a good time. Sorry, Hode Rubino, Hithliday, uh, Sun Devils, Buffs. Who you got? I'm going to go with Colorado. Um, you know, the, it's crazy. Like, the advanced stats are all, like, all, completely all over the map on this one. Um, hmm. Like, uh, uh, which like, I can't really figure out. Um, I, I mean, honestly, I mean, Uh-oh. look, man, Arizona State's only win this year is a three-point win over an FCS team. They couldn't yeah. beat yeah. Cal. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Colorado, like, you know, almost – USC um and you know as did ASU yeah and and has (laughs) beaten two power five teams um yeah like uh you know I I I like they definitely like Colorado has more high talent players on their team than Arizona State does um like uh you know, I did, you know the the one sort of thing that gives me pause is that Colorado has definitely played better at home than they've played mm-hmm. on the road, um, and where and Arizona State has definitely played better at home than on the road, and so the fact like if this were in Boulder, I'd just be smashing the table like Colorado. I'm done. I don't need to talk about this. The fact that it's in Tempe is the only reason I you know I'm hesitating at all. Um, but hmm. I don't know. That's that's not a good reason. I uh, you know I, I just think that Colorado's probably accomplished more in a game that like yeah. I, you know I don't know could could go anywhere. Like I I think that 
I don't know, Arizona's like quarterback situation is screwy, but they're probably just going to wind up with going with Borgay, you know, for the rest of the year, at least until dudes get healthy. Um, like, and, uh, and, and Colorado is sort of like their depth is starting to really be a problem. Like they're, they're down like a lot of their defensive backs at this point. Um, which it's not just Travis Hunter. Like it's a lot of their defensive mm-hmm. backs. Um, on the other hand, like they finally discovered a Marion Miller who, like, if you recall, Jack <laughs> Barsh nailed that guy. Remember when we talked to Jack right. and I was like, if they got to find somebody else in the receiver core, who's it going to be? And he's like, well, probably a Marion Miller. And then he goes and has a game against USC and is like, Hey, way to go, Jack. Um, <laughs> anyway, like, yeah, you know, this is why we do this. Right. Um, but you know, it's, it's, this, this process is good. Uh, anyway. Um, uh, yeah. So I just think that like Colorado's just got more, got, got more weapons, you know, like, yeah. whereas Arizona state, like, like you said, like Scadabo's like, they're, you know, like, which is a weird thing to say because it's also a team that has like Elijah Badger and Jalen Conyers. Mm-hmm. And it's like they can't they can't figure out how to get those guys the ball. You know, like the reason why Scadaboo does like crazy stuff is because they, they can like quickly dump the ball off to that guy. I mean, really, it's an offensive line issue. Like, I, I'm not I yeah. don't know why I'm hemming and hawing about it. It's like it's very obvious. Like even Cal was blowing him up and like mm-hmm. and, and like Colorado, like it's kind of weird, but like they do actually have a couple of good edge rushers. Actually, there's my prediction for the game. I think that Colorado is going to live in their backfield and, and hmm. like. You know, that's probably going to be why Colorado lose, wins the game. There you go. I mean, it, in the year 2023, if Arizona State is playing a football game, you should probably say the other team's going to win. That's kind of where I'm at. Not right a now. bad prediction. They couldn't beat Cal. I, what, I, you know, I should have just said that and been like, they couldn't beat Cal. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you can't beat Cal, you're not going to win a football game. Oh, shit. Well, now I know who I'm going to pick, Adam. I'm going with the Beavers. You're going with the Beavers. Good choice on this one. Um, Cal, Cal's actually genuinely pissing me off when I'm watching these games. Wow, yeah, really? They're not bad enough where you're like, oh, they're so bad it's entertaining, or like, oh, they're in such a bad spot that any if you see them next week and they're better, you're like, oh, good for you. Yeah. They're just annoyingly bad and missing. Well, remember, sparks. remember, to some of those kids, it's the best they're ever going to be. So try to stay positive about it. I don't give a shit. No. Come on. Um, There's no need <laughs> no. for that energy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Sorry, Rob Wong, if you're listening to this. Cal versus number 15, Oregon State. Obviously, my dream of 11-0 Oregon State meeting in 11-0 Oregon is forever dead. It will never happen in the history of the world uh, because the Beavers blew it. Now they're taking on Cal. I don't think they have it in them to blow this one. I could see it maybe being if it's close. I'm I'm disappointed, and if it's close, it's because DJU is missing on some basic paths. Does does this does this uh, merit an after dark theoretical um, mm. spooky season? Ooh, when is this game played? Seven p.m. p.m. Oh, Aaron, but in Berkeley, so who cares? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, usually Cal on the road, dark. Oh, now you got something. But, um, uh, you know, I, I think Oregon State is good enough to win this one. Like, I don't think they can. I was about to well, say they're ranked 15. You'd assume they're good enough. Yeah, no, it'll, it'll be a, a game number. just like the Utah game where, like, Oregon State is mm-hmm. clearly better. 
mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. it's but they're not close. like wildly it'll be like 21 to 7 yeah. where it's like yeah. okay they were better but they were 14 points better and you at right. the end of the game you're just like this team has problems like this is the Which 15th that ranked like- team Every Beaver's win has kind of been like that. Well, yeah. That, like, like, they, well, they didn't rip their head off. Like, that they also really rip their head off. That also validates Adam's feelings about being annoyed at Cal because that's well, yeah. exactly the most boring way to lose a game. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you think you're the only one who's annoyed by Cal? Go, go, to, go to Write for California. You will find oh, like shit. 700 subscribers who are annoyed by Cal. And have been for wanna... the last seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to buck the trend and go with Cal after no, all no, that I'm talking? I'm Oregon State. Yeah. So we've all chosen the same. So Aaron, really? if you're gonna, if you're, yeah, I believe mm. so. We all chose Wazoo. Yeah. All chose Colorado. Yeah. All chose Beavers. Yeah. Aaron, if you want to zig, <sighs> you're gonna zag. Maybe this is it. Number nine USC huh. versus Arizona. If you want. A uh, Pac-12 after dark game. This is it. If you want some this chaos, would, yeah, no, this would be the chaos game of the, of of the year. Okay, yeah. Saturday, seven thirty p.m. on ESPN in in uh, the Coliseum. Okay, number nine USC Arizona upsetting a top ten team. Well, they good. No duck fan. I mean, well, we had just talked to Gaby, and there was a whole exactly. situation there. Exactly. Maybe I'm gonna go. What, I think what, I'm gonna what go. What did Gaby have to say about this game? Did she just? Was it just an hour of oh the desert, oh the desert? No, it was a little bit. There was a little bit of yes. There's some desert magic. Yeah. Uh, overall, I think her her main mentality was like, eh, nothing to worry about. Yeah, that was kind of the idea of it. Even though, though, I would I would be a little bit worried. This was a game. This was kind of, I mean, it didn't feel exactly as big of a letdown as USC Colorado, like Colorado rallying back. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Washington, their, like, famous offense right now, you know, was for, like, Arizona did take away a lot of the deep shot for them. Yeah. And it made it so they had to go, like, you know, the shorter, quicker stuff. And that was mainly successful. However, at the end of this game, this thing where you're supposed to, where all year long we've been hearing, oh Washington, they've they've got this unstoppable deep ball. You know, they their offense is so prolific that it's just eh, it doesn't kind of matter what their defense did. In this game, it their defense did matter. It came to an onside kick, and it didn't feel like Arizona. And Arizona had a backup running back, yeah. backup quarterback. Maybe that was yeah. you could add some. I mean, to Washington's that, but, yeah. playing injured too. They they they've got yes. a number of people out. So. Well, I asked her um, about so, it, and she didn't seem concerned. She didn't seem concerned. I. Uh, but what do you think? No, I don't. I mean, I I don't know. I what I just thought was funny was like you know because Oregon played earlier in the day and like that you know it was like fourteen six at at halftime. So you had a bunch of like Washington fans who were like yeah you know you were making a little fun and. You know, and then then the night game rolls around, and they're sweating bullets. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. like, huh? I'm fe- I'm I'm hearing a lot less chirping, you know, from from Seattle. <laughs> no, any, you know, how, how strange, fan, you know. <laughs> any Washington fan who was chirping at that moment has a short memory, or they are like six years like, old. Dude, you're playing in the desert today. Like, I would not be yeah. tempting fate by chirping. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Aaron, I mean, I'm going with the Zona. 
Oh, Yo, Aaron. I am. It may be. It may be good. I mean, because on the other hand, oh, Aaron. Oh, like yeah. Aaron's magic power is being brought to bear in what would be like the upset of the season. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, if you, if I think you it'd think, be fun. Um, if you think Jed Fish is a good coach, which we, I don't know anything hearing. about him. All I know, I know he coaches Arizona. Um, if you do think he is, which we've been hearing that over the last couple of years, even though there's not many wins in the season for Arizona, it's sure. Like, but this guy's it's amazing how he's moving them in the right direction. You could conceivably go like, okay, Arizona, USC is clearly flawed in a lot of parts of the game, and then is a god in one. Maybe they can cause enough chaos, and maybe they can be aggressive enough on offense, being like, this is going to be a shootout from from moment one. We just got to, like, balls to the wall, baby. Uh, Fafita, right? Noah Fafita is their quarterback. Yes. He is a better well, he was the quarterback. the last one. You know, for oh, yeah, the last true. game, it was because Stanford hurt him in, in, in their week four game. Yeah. So uh, maybe but but like it didn't look like I mean it didn't look like a catastrophic injury. So like I don't know, Delora could come back at, at sort of any time, I I think. Yeah. Um I I would like to choose Arizona, but I uh, got a lead in the picks overall. Ah uh, USC will I mean hopefully they still continue to look bad, kind of bad while doing it on defense. But um I, I gotta go with USC, Aaron. Sorry. That's fine. I, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Uh, hit the day. Are you ready to go with the upset? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm taking USC. Yeah. Although, like, I, I don't know uh, if if uh, if Arizona covered the spread, I, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Like, mm-hmm. and what is that? Like 21? twenty one, twenty one yeah, and a half is what I'm. Wow, saying. of course. Uh, hit the day. Do you think uh, who is your? I mean, favorite? night game in the Coliseum is another example of like no home against a like non-ranked opponent that they're mm-hmm. yeah like there, there's another example of like no home field advantage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is your favorite DC? Let's say in the Pac-12 right now. Ooh, favorite DC in the Pac-12. Um, like as a human being or as a. Um. Let's say. Well, I'll put it this way because oh I'm wow, to do say you? Is, if you were to plop them, now they work for USC. Grinch is out. This person's in. Who would you want to choose? And how drastic? Let's say from the off season. The, um, how drastic of an improvement do you think it would be, or do you, or do you think it would? If I could drastic? grab any defensive coordinator, if 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 I were uh, um, USC's uh, athletic director, and I were being paid money in in a good faith effort to. Mm. Uh, force uh, Lincoln Riley to have a better team, um, mm-hmm. and I could only take other uh, Pac-12 defensive coordinators in order to do so. The person that I would take is Morgan Scally from Utah okay. because uh, the way that he does uh, safety, cause their their big problem for USC's defense is their safeties, and so fixing their safeties would be something even though he doesn't that's true shaw but like the scally would fix their safeties and so they would have the biggest boost uh from that that is not exactly the same thing as saying that i think that morgan scally is my my favorite defensive coordinator in the pac-12 but he'd be my pick for usc <laughs> Do you, would you imagine just like immediate improvement of like allowing 10 14 less if points? they fired Alex Grinch and had a border collie coordinating <laughs> their defense, they would immediately give up seven fewer points <laughs> per game. 
uh, he is actively harming their defense because Damn. of his poor coaching of the safeties. Is it? Would you say it is because? Uh, you know, I, I know there's some discussion even of like how much. Uh, well, like, is it because of bad tackling, bad scheme, bad everything yes. combination of the two? If you mm-hmm. read my, yeah. if you read my duck dive article uh, over the summer that previews mm. USC, um, which I believe was published in April or May, uh, yeah, May, um, it w- explains all of this. Uh, it explains both schematically and uh, uh, execution-wise why it comes down to precisely the safeties uh, and why and why it's all Alex Grinch's fault. Uh, it's extensive. It's extensive discussion, and it's documented thoroughly. Like, yeah, it's not an illusion. It's not an accident or a, a blip or, or, yeah, no, it's him. Uh, the Grinch who stole Pac-12 championships, some would say. Some would say. Uh, here we are. This is last week's total here. I'm at 29 points. Hifliday's at 33 wow. points. Wow. Aaron is at a measly Come on. 26 points. Come on. Yeah, well, it's, it's the number. I'm going to kick your ass. Adam, you and I uh, picked all the same this week. That'll be the gap for next yep. week. So that'll be, yeah, there's a lot of that. Well, here's where we're at as of right now. That is right. I got four right. Hithliday got all five mm. of his choices correct wow. last year or last week. Aaron also got four. I even got them written down here. I think. Adam, how did you ones. and I differ last week? We, I went with. Um, I really, really, really wanted Arizona State. To uh, Cal. Mm. I came not. close. Uh, Aaron, on the other hand, showed. Wait, wait. Uh, I got it written here somewhere, but now I don't really know what it is. You got one wrong. That's all I know, Aaron. Hey, that's all right. I'll I'll allow one wrong a week. I feel like I'm oh, going to get went I, with the Utes. I think, you went with the Utes against Oregon State. Mm, that's God Almighty, that team! I just pick. try yeah, to go yeah. against them and they win, and then I try to go for them and they lose. It's mm. like, come <laughs> on, kids. Well, hopefully the cam rising will rise again at some point. The Great Pick'em Challenge. There it's been. <laughs> That's been the Quack 12 Podcast. Once again, listeners, yes. Addicted to Quack is where you have to be if you are a serious Duck fan. Because not only are the Duck Tape articles there, which is the best film review, period, for this team and their opponents. It's also just a bunch of other great articles written by a bunch of great writers that, uh, you know, some will get your tail feathers up, some will inform you, but they're all seriously solid and not only that, hey, you're a podcast listener. Why aren't you listening to It Never Rains on this podcast? In fact, we even had someone add uh, They were very kind, and they added us on Twitter to say that they didn't like the podcast very much, except for when Hithla Day was on it. Why don't you go <laughs> oh, over wait, to our show on this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you go over to It Never Rains on this podcast? And uh, you can get all the Hithla you want, baby. What can I say? With Trim the fat is all I got to say. Um, Some people just don't podcast. get it. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, well, they didn't like one of the hosts. The main host of the Quack Twelve. I'll I'll leave. Well, who I mean, the show wouldn't exist air. without you, Adam. So, yeah, you can't get rid of me, baby. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm addicted to Quack. I don't know how you you're the one. <laughs> I bring At nothing. Quack 12 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> At Quack Twelve Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Patreon. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It's hate Fortnite. Uh, celebrate with your families. Put up your hate trees. 
Um, light the hate menorahs. Do whatever you need to do to fill your heart with hate. No. Um, bring it home. Share that hate with your family. <laughs> I don't Look, know. hit the okay. sauna. Grab a massage. Enjoy the weekend. No. Yeah. Um, do we have a super... Uh, let's do a really good, quick, super uh, specific prediction for the USC-Arizona game. Because that's going to be the most fun one. Well, Aaron, what do you got? USC number nine. Is it just that Arizona's going to win? Because that's, I mean, that's it's not all going to happen. Specific. Because what's going to start the game is that uh, Arizona's going to kick to USC. USC's going to return. It's going to be a fumble. Arizona's going to run it back for a touchdown, and that's just going to be that's just going to be what happens. And that's how far they stay ahead the entire game. Zachariah Branch. I'm talking mistake right off the in the bat. first like 15 it. seconds, there will be seven points on the board. Okay. Hmm. Yes. That is awesome, Aaron. I love that so much. <laughs> for me, for me, I'm going to say, um, so regardless of what happens in the USC Arizona game, as far as results are concerned, sure. a, a 24 point USC lead will be erased at some point. That's mine. That's sure. Mine. I see what you're saying. So kind guess, of a Washington yeah. type thing. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. And uh, Hithliday, you got a super specific prediction for uh, us? Oh, boy. Both of those are really good and, and kind of what I was going to go with. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, Like that, that Arizona was going to break off like an enormous play um, and, uh, and and that there'd be uh, – uh, yeah, the USC would have like an enormous lead, and, and, but then give it up. Um, uh, oh, I, I know. Um, uh, USC stole a bunch of players um, from Arizona. Uh, uh, Kyron Bars, the defensive tackle. Uh, Christian Roland Wallace, the cornerback. Um, Doreen Singer, uh, the wide receiver. Uh, my prediction is that like um, Arizona is going to like go after them. Like so some some something bad's going to happen. Uh, Violence, you know, like, yeah, like like Arizona. Well, or 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 just like they'll try to limit their play in some way, but it'll get personal, uh, right? Yeah. yeah, I like it. Also, Lincoln Riley is gonna whip out a milk the clock hand gesture. That <laughs> Jonathan Smith's to shame. That'll look PG. Yikes! All right, everybody, we'll see y'all next week. Quack quack. quack, quack. Go Ducks.